I literally just killed a stink bug and when I did, Lindsay made a noise and I thought the stink bug was literally talking human English. Hi everybody, my name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about things like cryptozoology. Why on earth would I be scared of a bug making a human noise? Urban legends. It's a, The answer is because it would actually be terrifying. True crime. And that's, you know, um, there's bugs out now because it's almost spring. Anything spooky related. That's true. Each and every week since stink bugs learn to speak very basic human English, Lindsay and I will both research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to uh, English for Stink Bugs 101, and I will go to Spanish for Stink Bugs 101, and then we reconvene inside of our house and discuss what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to humans and not stink bugs. I will dedicate my portion of the show to flowers. That's nice. Because we're seeing flowers now. We are. We have a bunch of flowers. So this is our first spring in our house in the woods, in our cabin in the woods, and we're noticing a lot of flowers around our house, and it's great. That's very cool. A couple of hyacinths, some, da- uh, what do they call Daffodils, a <laughs> couple of crocuses. I mean, watch out. Yeah. Hey, before we get too far into this week's episode, we need to tell you that we have a fun, wonderful new member of the Spooky Spouses family called Native Language Clothing. And if you want some cozy loungers, some shorts, they just released a new pair of shorts and they look awesome. Yeah. A hoodie or two, some joggers. You can go over to their Instagram, Native Language Co., or go to nativelanguageclothing.com, do some scrolling and some viewing, and go, wow, those are some cozy looking shorts. And then you'll be doing some chilling and collaxing. Collaxing? Cozy and relaxing colaxin colaxin that's pretty good i think which sounds like a medication that you take colaxin take a couple colaxin having trouble feeling cozy and also relaxed take a colaxin (laughs) well if you want to be uh if you want your new medicine to be colaxin which is wearing a pair of comfortable shorts by native language clothing you can go to nativelanguageclothing.com, scroll around, find some shorts you like, and enter the promo code Spooky Spouses, all one word, all lowercase, and get 30% off your entire order. They have more than shorts, though. Sh- shorts, though. They do have more than shorts, though. <laughs> You're absolutely right. They have sweaters. They have pants, mm-hmm. which I'm eyeing those Sherpa sweatpants. I know. I'm, uh, I'm eyeing uh, maybe once everyone is done losing their jobs, then I will be getting a hoodie and some shorts that match so I can just collax as much as possible. Check them out. NativeLanguageClothing.com. Promo code SpookySpouses. All one word, all lowercase. 30% off. Holy smokes. I think this week, 
because we were talking and we've been in isolation and we talk about spooky stuff and I think things are already spooky enough. So I think adding a little humor to this episode is needed right now. I think it's vital. And before we get too far, our, we, we feel like it's our duty um, not the downstairs one, but like the job that you do. Yeah. We feel like it's our duty to maybe just help you forget about what's going on for an hour or just maybe set it aside for a minute. So we understand the severity of the situation. And spoiler, we don't like it. No. But maybe this can be a small bit of respice from everything that's going on. Yeah, we asked everyone on social media to ask us any questions they wanted that we could answer for them. Also, we wanted to kind of talk because we always talk about our creepy neighbor, Crystal Chris. Yeah. And I don't think we've ever actually shared the stories of the Crystal Chris. We haven't. So I think, do you want to do Crystal Chris first? I think so. And then we'll get into some questions and stuff. And then we'll answer your questions after Haunted Housekeeping. So... Crystal Chris. Crystal Chris. <laughs> Where do you start? I don't. I think you start on either Saturn or Jupiter. So Crystal Chris, his name was Chris. He was an older man. He maybe, Describe what he looked like. Okay. Because so he was our really he was important. our neighbor at one point and he kept <laughs> to himself kinda. So Crystal Chris, um, we gave him that nickname because he was a skinny man, about average height. Very well, thin. Yeah. Let's say like 5'7". Yeah. Um, very, very long gray hair, kind of like a wizard. But it was obviously used to be red. Yes. So there's hints of red in there. A redheaded wizard. He was our, yeah, our, our uh, what, our truck driving redheaded wizard. Yeah. He wore usually, you know, kind of just regular jeans, which, you know, scrappy, faded, maybe a little... But they flared at the bottom. They flared. They were bell bottoms. They had a flare. Um, he also tied around his head. He had made, obviously, like a bandana out of leather, mm-hmm. um, which he would wear. And he usually had some sort of vest on, whether it was, you know, suede or jean or, you know, anything like that. Even when So kind of hippie looking. Kind of hip. Yeah. Kind of hippie looking. But also... He would always wear a vest, two things, regardless of season. Yeah. It was almost like an action figure where they were designed with a set outfit and you could not change the outfit. But Yeah, his... it was like an action figure you'd get, like, say, from the original Woodstock, but, like, 10 days after Woodstock when, like, you had just come down from whatever planet you were on and like you had been living out in the dirt for a while. And you didn't realize that Woodstock ended 10 days ago and you were still there like, man, fog hat is just ripping right now. (laughs) Joe Cocker is just tearing it up. But he would also, Crystal Chris would also wear the vest over a jean jacket. Yeah. Or some sort of denim that was tucked in with a huge belt buckle. So, I mean, you look at that and you're like, you know what? That's kind of a cool neighbor. Glasses as well. Glasses as well. Tiny little glasses. So I was like, he's a character, but he's fun, you know, whatever. But he also walked and talked very slow. So it was like kind of like he was always slow-mo coming at you. Yeah. It's like in a zombie movie or in any of the Jason movies 
where you're running away and they're like, how are they not outrunning him? Yeah. And he's just only walking or Michael Myers or whatever. Because I feel like all villains in those slasher movies only walked really slow. Now, these are kind of the interesting. We didn't think he was weird. We just thought he was interesting. And like really late at night or early in the morning, you'd hear him rocking out in his basement. Yeah, about 3 a.m. About 3 a.m. You'd see him rocking out in his basement. And he always came over and asked us if we wanted to go play poker in his basement. Yeah. Which was already like, okay, he's being friendly. I don't find him that weird yet. But... But no offense. No. I don't think anyone wants to come play poker in your basement. Yeah. Well, so... We didn't even say why. Okay, so we explained what he looked like. Right. But then based on that, we thought that he was a wizard who bought and sold uh, various types of crystals. Yes. So I think like in our in our spooky, when, when you call our haunted hotline, I think we make mention of time travel crystals. That's because of Crystal Chris. Right. But when when Lindsay says that he was rocking out in his basement, it wasn't just like, Oh, that that music's a little bit loud. It was like if you were to have been in his basement listening to music this loud, I think it would be it would be far too loud for any human ear. Your brain might explode. Your brain might literally yeah, melt out of your head and ooze out of your ears like room temperature mustard. So, whatever. He just has his thing. Oh, but he asked us to come play poker in his basement, right? Yes. But he said all of his buddies would usually come play poker with him. But we never saw anybody else (laughs) parked at his house. It was only Crystal Chris. Yeah. So then it's like you feel kind of bad because you're like, oh, maybe he doesn't really have many friends and he's just being polite. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you know, whatever. But then it started getting a lot creepier. The very first interaction that we ever had with Crystal Chris was when we first moved into this place. So it was my dad and I uh, were unloading a couch from the van because we were moving in and we had to, whatever, take the legs off of the couch. And then Crystal Chris comes driving up in his gigantic white truck that looked like it had been, I don't know, through nine intergalactic battles. (laughs) And uh, uh, he came up and said, what are you guys doing? Because that's kind of about how he talked. Mm -hmm. But even slower and quieter. Yeah. But we said, oh, we're just, you know, trying to move this couch inside. And I guess when my dad and I said couch, Crystal Chris thought we said something about the cops. And he went, the cops? And we went, no, no, the, the, the couch. And then Crystal Chris was on high alert and was looking around. And then I think he thought that we were the police. And then he went inside of his house. Yeah. And then we don't have, we're not the type of people that have any indication or a lot of people don't know side hustles or things that we do or jobs that we have. Mm -hmm. And he happened to know that I was an artist somehow. Yeah, he knocked on her door. A few times to give me projects that he wanted me to complete, which one was a comic book that he had made, which Jordan was home at the time and kind of was politely telling him that I probably would not want to do it because it's just not my thing. Now, let's I, I want everyone to just put themselves in this situation. The The house we were in wasn't particularly big. 
So when someone would knock on the door, there weren't a lot of places you could hide no. from the windows. <laughs> but I think when he would come over, because he would always want Lindsay to do all these arts and crafts projects for him, which how on earth did he know that Lindsay, like nothing was displayed in the house. It was all in our basement. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't outside and we were moving like, uh, I don't know, maybe canvases in or whatever else. But even if we were... I don't know who would assume, oh, they have frames, paintings, and photos. That must be because they made it. So it was very peculiar. But I think I answered the door after like the fifth or sixth minute of him just standing out there waiting. (laughs) And Molly was losing her mind. And I'm like, I can only only take this for so much longer. I kind of got to go, Chris, how can I help you, man? Yeah, which he gave us a comic book, which is a lot of pages and it was very interesting um and we're not gonna blow up a spot <laughs> but like and, but you know it was a whole lot of comic book yeah it and, was like anything crazy you could put in a comic book it was in there and he wanted Lindsay to restructure the whole thing redraw everything do some character development do all this stuff and make it a professional-looking comic book. So anyways, I was not going to do that, nor did I have the time to do that. Um, even though we told him we, I couldn't do that. I put it down in the basement, and I figured, you know, hopefully he'll just forget about it or, like, he'll come get it. And so, yeah, so we put it out, out in the basement, which scary part of the story is after we moved out, We never gave that comic book back to him. We did Mm -hmm. not throw it away. We had it in a certain spot. Gone. Don't know where that comic book is. Completely and totally gone. And we were, you know, when you move, you pack up literally everything and you go, oh, here's that T-shirt I lost four years ago. We upended everything because it was it was our goal to put it in an envelope or a box or something and just... And give it back. Exactly. Because we didn't do anything, but oh, we just, you know, we just ran out of time in the seven months well, we were here. Well, because he had a few art projects for me, which included frames and pictures. Shadow and boxing. Shadow boxing. <laughs> he wanted Lindsay to... <laughs> to be his assistant. I think so. Um, well, what was the one project he wanted you to do? He, he gave us... Well, he gave me because I was all... I, I don't even think, I think you maybe had one interaction with him the entire time. And I was yeah. always the, uh, what's the word, like the surrogate or yeah. something. Or yeah, I was always intercepting all the things. Uh, and he gave me a shadow box and then he gave me uh, a folder full of sketches. And he wanted Lindsay to draw the shape, like the the human body in certain shapes that she felt resembled each season of the year. But yeah. he had five seasons, and I forget what yeah. the fifth season is, which that in and of itself <laughs> is pretty awesome. Uh, so let's just say the fifth season comes he between... made up his own season. It, <laughs> it comes between fall and spring. Let's just call it splurge. So, but he wanted Lindsay to draw the human form in these things and like color it accordingly and then write the seasons and he was going to shadow box it and stuff. Yeah. So we upended that basement and didn't find that comic book anywhere. We did find a shadow box, which we returned to him. Mm -hmm. But that comic book was like the gold. That was like, I don't know where that went. And it's weird because it was such a weird outlandish comic book. It like... Makes us think that he's he's been in our house. Oh, a hundred percent. Which makes it even scarier that either he was looking through windows or he was in our house at one point. Yeah, 
Yeah, it makes it or, very scary. theory number two, that comic book just up and vanished. Or he time traveled back in time. <laughs> before he gave us the comic before book. Before he gave us the comic book and took it back. But then that would have to be, if he time traveled back in time before he gave us the comic book, either that didn't happen because we would have forgotten about the comic book. Yeah. Or Crystal Chris is on some high, high level next, uh, like... Dimension uh, traveler. Next, where where he can go back in time and affect his own reality, but not ours. It's all very weird. It was very odd. I, it just, yeah, it was just very odd. We literally were kind of living in a little bit of a nightmare. Like we would get <laughs> home and run into our house just to try to avoid interaction with Crystal Chris. We sure would. Yep, we sure would. And sometimes I would feel bad, but other times I'm like, you know, this guy has invited me into his basement. So multiple times. I think we're okay about being scared <laughs> of this man. And when and when he invited us into his basement, it was almost a way like in a typical horror movie or in a story when you hear someone going, oh, it's not that bad. Just come on. We yeah. would say, oh, well, you know, Lindsay doesn't get off work until really late, which was not true. <laughs> and then he goes, well, just come after that. I'm like, yeah, but sometimes it's like midnight or 1 a.m. And he's like, that's fine. Come on down. All my yeah. friends will be there. And the fact that no friends were ever there. It, and, and, we're not, and we're not picking fun at Crystal Chris. It no. was just very... It was just very unusual. Yeah, it was just kind of a scary thing in our life. It was, you know, it was a little scary. But you know what was really scary, though, is that we said that Crystal Chris has a pretty beat up truck. His house was pretty beat up, too. Like, he would, you know, it wasn't like a disaster area, but it was, you know, it needed some work. But um, (laughs) there would be a Mercedes parked there sometimes. Oh, yeah. A really nice Mercedes. I forgot about that. So we're like, okay, um, what's Mercedes guy doing here? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of crazy ring is Crystal Chris running? I don't know. It was obviously some sort of a ring with the human form related to the seasons of Earth and then comic books and then fog hat blasting at 3 a.m. in his basement. I don't really know. He's the fog hat cloner. I don't know. Maybe he was making clones or something down there. He might have been making clones, but then it makes me curious what his quote-unquote friends were in his basement that were playing poker with him that we missed the opportunity to meet. Yeah. Maybe it was a bunch of like taxidermied crows or a bunch of taxidermied anything walruses warthogs maybe he would like get a collection of people from different times oh so it was like a uh, bill and ted's situation <laughs> it was a bill and ted situation except instead of a phone booth it would be fog hat yeah a fog hat that record. would conjure everyone to his basement so who do you think if crystal chris knowing him was playing poker with three other people from different points in time, who would mm. who would be his poker? Who would be his poker pals? Maybe like Hendrix. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, even though he's still alive, maybe a Willie Nelson from the past. But he's still alive. This doesn't count. Well, but, I guess yeah. If you're time traveling, you could do that. But he's remember he's doing that next level time travel stuff. Well, he's into art. Maybe like Van Gogh's there. Maybe Van Gogh's there. Yeah, yeah. I would think maybe even Dolly. 
just yeah. based on Crystal Chris's aesthetic and the way he moved. I could see Dolly hanging out with Crystal Chris. Because if Crystal Chris time travels and Dolly's the whole thing with like the, uh, I know it's not his only thing, but like the melted clocks and stuff. Yeah. To me, that says time travel for sure. Mm, maybe he was there with Dolly. I don't know. Who else would there be? Who's your wild card? My wild card, um, Teddy Roosevelt. That's a good one. Yeah, that's good old a Ted. good one. Yeah, I like that one a mm-hmm. lot. My wild card would be Julia Childs. Aw. Yeah. I don't know if Julia Childs would hang out with Crystal Chris. Well, I think you're right. But maybe that's why it's a wild card, because if you were to walk downstairs into his basement, or if you were to float downstairs into his basement, you'd yeah. go, oh, Julia Childs is here? That's cool. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have expected that. Kind of a wild card guest, huh? Yeah. I mean, I guess it is a wild card, but... Is that everything we have on Crystal Chris? Yeah, it just, there's so much of weird interactions, and it's just, it was a weird time. My sister used to live a few streets over from where we were living when we were living right next to Crystal Chris. Mm-hmm. And when she was moving out, um, she would have these garage sales or these yard sales. That's right. And she said that he would mosey on over there and would just hang out there for a few hours, uh, just kind of losing himself in each of the items. <laughs> and um, So Crystal Chris has interacted with more than just us in the family. Yes, my sister as yeah. well. Yep. And then Kelly woke up one day, my, my sister woke up one day with a tattoo of his face on her shoulder and she was like, <laughs> what the heck is this? Good old Crystal Chris times. I mean, I'm really glad. Like right now we live in the woods and our neighbor is down the hill from us mm-hmm. and he's just a bachelor, we think. I don't know. He just does his own thing. He has and two cute dogs. He has two cute dogs, lives in a cabin, works on a souped up school bus. Yeah. Making crafts and art. Nice dude. <laughs> Great dude. Great dude. We've given him cookies before and a bu- and some whiskey we didn't want. <laughs> yeah. It's so much, so much better. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Crystal Chris might be a reason why we wanted to move to the woods. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, at least in the back of our minds, it definitely, it was probably a factor, maybe subconsciously, we were, where we didn't realize, oh, we got to get away from everyone. Yeah. I think that's all of our Crystal Chris info. All right, let's do some haunted housekeeping and then let's answer some questions. Let's do it. I'm excited for him. You ready? Yep. Okay, we'll see each and every one of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, Crystal Chris, one. Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone, and guess what? We have a few things to tell you about, and they're secrets. Hee hee hee. And it's not how to clean your haunted bathroom. It's not. No, these are secrets. Again, these are. this is secret information. If you've made it this far, now you get a whole bunch of secrets. If you would like to find out more about our show, maybe check out some cool new merchandise that Lindsay designed, you can go over to SpookySpousesCast.com, do some scrolling, some looking around and at the bottom of the page will be some merchandise which is there for you or click the scavengers network logo and it'll take you to all the other great shows on our network you can get a long sleeve shirt a short sleeve shirt a blanket for yourself or your dog and a coffee mug and you can put whatever liquid you want inside of it or if you have a spooky question that you just like cannot survive if you don't ask us, you can call our spooky hotline. You can also text our spooky hotline. We just found this out because we are old and irrelevant. The phone number is 803-816-2667 or the scarier number 803 816 
booze, which is what ghosts say. It's very scary. Say you have a question about you have a bunch of rats that you think are actually piloting your skin suit. Maybe you have too many trees in your yard like we do and they're scaring your dog. Or they're just scaring you. And maybe one of those trees you're almost convinced you've thought you've heard say, Hey, come here really quick. Maybe the soap in the shower has started communicating with you. Telepathically? <laughs> If so, you can call or text us and let us know about it. 803-816-2667. We would love to hear from you. We would. We'll give you mediocre advice and hopefully make it better. Yeah, hopefully. Also, if you like hearing us talk, which, you know, is not for everyone, you can <laughs> rate and review our show. You can tell a friend. You can tell an enemy. We love it. We do love it. And it means a lot to us. And we do this for free all the time. We sit in our house and just blabble and blabble. And it would mean a lot to us knowing that it means a lot to you. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Stonker, Crinkry, Blips, Blips Pod. You can go to the grocery store and just tell people how much you love us and then you know that counts as a review right yes that absolutely counts as a review but you have to record yourself talking to a stranger and telling them about our show or it doesn't count it does not count oh okay sorry that's okay <laughs> and as always we want to thank everybody for listening and sticking with us we're lucky to have all of you as our pod buds as our rat boat buddies or our spooky pals Stay spooky. I think the spooky house cleaning is clear. Ours is? Yeah. We're done? We're done. Okay, here's an ad for a podcast that we like. Enjoy. Welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the podcast where the Chatfield sisters try and get their very shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of silly topics. We weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way. And Shelly likes it. Right, Shelly? I just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything, but it's very hard. Look for new episodes every Tuesday on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y HasOpinions.com. Join the Shelly gang. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Welcome back. Hopefully you are not playing poker with Crystal Chris in his basement right now. And if you are, call the police. Get out as quick as possible. <laughs> or walk through the portal and go back to present day. If you find yourself doing a comic book for a man named Chris, please just get out. <laughs> as fast as you can. Well, we have some questions we from do. all y'all. Yeah. So let's just dive in. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, this first one is from George at ReadySetFire123 on Twitter. And this one was sent to our haunted hotline, which you can call or text. Nice. And this is a text. And the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE, the thing, the plural form of the, of the scary word ghosts say. And George says, hola, spooky spouses. How do I make quarantine spooky? Not like we're all going to die spooky, more like, oh, this is fun spooky. Get what I mean? Be safe and healthy. Well, what we've been doing is doing Estes methods, mm -hmm, which is trying fun. to conjure some ghosts up. That's true. You can maybe watch a bunch of horror movies in a row. Yeah. And then. Ooh, Springo. You can play oh, spooky yeah. bingo. You can play Springo. 
So that's one thing that we talked about last week. Lindsay developed the, at least for me, my favorite new game to play ever uh, because Julie from Podville and Shelly Has Opinions was having difficulty sitting through scary stuff. So Lindsay made a Springo board. You can go to our Instagram and get the Springo board and do that. Yeah, or make your own Springo board. Yeah. What else could you do? I mean, yeah, it's hard because it's already a spooky time to make it spookier is like kind of ironic, but it's funny. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe just take a walk in the woods. Yeah, just take, but at night, as as it's getting <laughs> at darker. At night, where it's, when it's really safe to be alone in the woods. Yes. Yep. Or you can swallow a bunch of spider eggs and just see if you can like oh, good. hatch a bunch of spiders from your mouth. That's disgusting. Please well, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that, George. Don't go in the woods by yourself either at night. Um, the next question I have is from Instagram at Pisces Stellium from our friend Chelsea. She asks, what first started your guys' love for ghosties? I was trying to think about that and I don't I don't know because I used to be terrified yeah. of stuff back then. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I've always been into it. I'm trying to think back like what started it for me. Well, you were telling me yesterday that in middle school you got in trouble for when you had a reading assignment for picking the book Carrie. Yeah, but I'm trying to even think before. I mean, I always even had it before that. It just always intrigued me. I don't know. It's weird. I think it's because like real answer, I think after my dad passed and we heard a bunch of odd things mm. and we like, I mean, we've talked about it in our episode before of hearing footsteps and hearing voices. I think I've just always been into it and attracted by it. And I mean, I guess if it was like in my little Lindsay brain when I was little was like, if this is how I can talk to my dad, this is really interesting. That's a very good answer. So, yeah, I think that's like really what sparked my interest. And then, of course, just all the spookiness. Uh, Spooky movies were always huge in my family. I mean, I think I mentioned before, but I watched The Exorcist when I was like eight years old. (laughs) You know, I think it's safe to say that's probably too young. (laughs) Yeah, I was really too young. I didn't understand most of it, but like I think that's what got me through it. But yeah, I just always been into it. I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't scary to me when I was little. Yeah. And then when I became more self-aware, it got scarier. What about you? I don't really know. I, I think that I was always extremely scared by it growing up. Like I remember I, I, I think I talked about it a little uh, a little bit ago. I watched the movie It and I was scared to go to the bathroom for a while. Even watching the movie Exorcist when I was in high school, I was scared. I was legitimately scared in general. But I think the older I got, the more interesting it became. And it became less scary because it was it, it got to the point where it was like or where, where it, it, it still is like, I want to know if this is real, if this is a thing. And now I'm just kind of, I guess, fascinated by it. Yeah. And it's, and it's nice to be able to talk about it in an extremely casual way and not be so serious all the time. So like... I think our show has made it even stronger, my interest even stronger because it's much it's it's made it more casual and more conversational right. and silly. So maybe that means it's less scary, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's the same thing with like conspiracy theories. Do I believe a lot of them? No, but who knows? I mean, weirder things have happened, right? I think so. Here's one from Katie Diddy, our friend Katie Diddy at catdit underscore on Twitter. Who Katie Diddy and her sister Molly Diddy 
did a live stream makeup session uh, the other day. And Lindsay and I believe that that needs to be an ongoing thing. So if you yes. think so, too, let them know because it was very, very good. More videos, Diddy family. There are two from Katie Diddy. Let's do these two rapid fire. Uh, what would be or what style of dance would best attract a ghost? Ooh, I mean, I like the idea of flossing because it's fast and like maybe it would like give a lot of energy. And if you and if you floss uh, like under a sheet, yeah. like, like a ghost costume, it does look pretty spooky. Right. Flossing's a good one. Flossing's a good one. I don't know a lot of other dances. I mean, the electric slide, just because it has electric in it, maybe energy, maybe ghosts, maybe, hey, that could be fun, right? I think I think that you crushed that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is the scariest smell? Oh. oh, for me, 100%. I have two of them. Yeah. Um, one of them, I used to work produce, and when we would get in boxes of sweet potatoes... It smell bad? And they were rotten. Oh. They smell so, so bad. Yeah. It smells like if you were to go to Heck and <laughs> Satan or Baphomet and and uh, all the minions said, come to our dinner party. Yeah. You could expect that all the food would smell like rotten sweet potatoes. That's, yeah, that would probably be pretty bad. Also, I mean, oh, I can't, ahead. I can't deal with the smell of mustard because I don't like mustard. Yeah, but I could deal, so I sure. wouldn't say it's one of the worst spookiest smells. And then for me, my other one, it's you know when when you eat food, you can also smell it, right? Yeah, it doesn't smell straight up, but when you eat it, we when I was younger, uh, multiple times. A few friends and I would eat, would buy and eat a durian. Yeah, that's gross. And that's got to be up there. That's got to be up there. Well, one time as a joke, uh, my brother and sister-in-law, your brother, um, they sent me, because I do a lot of baking, they sent me oil for baking that was durian flavor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It smelled so bad. You know, a lot of artificial flavorings don't necessarily encapsulate the essence <laughs> of the item and that durian oil it was if it wasn't a direct match it was as close as you can possibly come to a direct match and then also katie diddy wanted to know if there's a dance or something that you can like fight bees with or something uh <laughs> what form of combat would best ward off angry bees oh no i think a series of kicks or if you use flossing as a way of combat. I think flossing Floss could work. Yeah, yeah, you could floss them away. I don't know. I don't know either. Behave. Um, <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I have another question from on Instagram underscore Sandra Jean. She asked, what's Molly's favorite color? Hmm. I don't know if Molly can see any colors. She can see. Don't dogs, like, can't they just see, like, red I think it's I think it's <laughs> so maybe like it's red <laughs> it might you know whatever color she can see the best is probably that one yeah um but I I, I think dogs in her heart. can see yeah in her heart it's her favorite yeah dogs, no what's the what's her favorite in her heart oh, in if her she heart? could see all the that's the flavors <laughs> if she could see all the flavors of the world I would think <laughs> I think that Molly's favorite eye flavor hey that's a cool thing for a color yeah your favorite eye flavor so Molly's huh? favorite like uh not not a favorite taste flavor but an eye flavor oh could you see it yeah mm -hmm. molly's favorite eye flavor 
would probably be whatever I flavor is associated with going on a W-A-L-K because mm. she's laying in the room and I don't want to say that word. So maybe like greens, maybe like she's a natural. She's a natural girl. <laughs> she likes that boho chic <laughs> you know, then color maybe, palette. Then maybe camouflage. Yeah. Because it's what, greens and browns and yellows and whatevers. Here is a question from... The Chatfield crew at Shelly Has Opinions podcast, at SHO podcast on Twitter, friends of the family, friends of the show, good people, every one of them. Uh, we were wondering if there are any spooky conspir- conspiracy theories, <laughs> conspiracy theories that y'all haven't talked about. Oh, uh, I got so many. I'm sure there are. I know the one I want to talk about more is one that we've briefly touched on. Yeah. Is that one weird, super powerful octopus that was living in Antarctica that they... Oh, yeah. I want to learn more about that. Uh, conspiracy theories that I know... There's a big conspiracy theory you can look up about Princess Diana and how they think her death was not an accident. It was actually a murder. And that one I can kind of get behind because Princess Di stirred up a lot of pots because she was a good human and she wanted to do the best for everyone. And I just don't know if I believe like they let Princess Diana get into a limo with a drunk driver. Yeah, no kidding. And then she was in an accident and died. There's that conspiracy. Oh, there is. They think Katy Perry is JonBenet Ramsey grown up that JonBenet Ramsey did not die. Whoa. And they do side by side pictures of the little girl and Katy Perry. Look similar. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of people I think that kind of look like Katy Perry. I think me included a little bit. Especially when you have a little girl that's dolled up. Like Speaking of uh, female singers, there was all, there, there's also a conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne was replaced by a lookalike Avril Lavigne. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like yeah. she wasn't, I don't remember exactly. That she didn't die, but like they replaced her. Something. I really don't know. There's a bunch of act or a bunch of fake death hoaxes. I think everybody's been affected by. I think you're right. Of course, there's the conspiracy of Elvis isn't dead, Tupac's not dead, and they're best friends and they're forever. Best friends <laughs> they're hanging out. <laughs> what other conspiracy theories do I know? There's one that you, Lindsay, actually are you. Um, there's something scary that I can't think of right now because mm. I was trying to make one up, and it's very hard to do right now. There's that one. Pop culture wise, there's one really weak one about how Beyonce's sister is actually her daughter. I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess some things line up, but like, I don't know. That's like saying like, you're really my brother. And then there's uh, there's also the one that Jay-Z is actually his own son. <laughs> <laughs> and grandpa. And grandpa all in one. Yeah. All right. I have one on Instagram from Colin M. Parker. Uh, He is our boss baby boy. He asks, what's something that may have changed your mind, you may have changed your mind on since starting the podcast? Mine is that this, this is directly related to animal mutilations. I never put a whole lot of thought into... Not necessarily, you know, like the big green or gray aliens, Mm -hmm. but something or someone visiting us or doing something, I'm putting a little bit more clout into that whole idea that there are like either a certain group of people that we don't know about or a certain, I don't know, group of entities, I guess. Right. That are uh, responsible for a lot of weird stuff, namely animal mutilation. Yeah, that is a very weird thing. 
Um, something that I, I mean, aliens, I kind of still stand pretty strong on, yeah, I don't know. Sure. But I've given it more of a consideration. Bigfoot, I'm still like, uh, n- yeah. I'm still with you on Bigfoot. I, but, but I, I think the, another thing that the show, I think that I've learned from doing the show is that I'm open to it. If there's mm-hmm. good evidence, I am open to it and I have no problem believing in it if there's yeah. good data. Right. I Like I just said before, I mean, conspiracy theories, I always used to poo-poo and be like, there are conspiracy theories for a reason. But like now looking more into a lot of things, I do think some of them are not far-fetched. Same here, because it's I, I think it's very it's kind of boring to think, nope, everything is perfectly fine all the time and no one is doing weird stuff. Well, and also I listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about murder cases. I mean, I know true crime is not everybody's cup of tea, but when I when I hear the actual conclusion of some of these solved cases and how outlandish and weird and how coincidental some of them are, I don't put these conspiracy theories down because it could happen. I agree. 100%. I mean, do I think Tupac is still alive? No. Do I think Elvis is still alive? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, We have another question on Twitter from uh, the ravioli champion at Cal's Calzone. Or Calzones, rather. Cal's underscore Calzones. Um, Now that all the humans are stuck inside, what are all the cryptids up to? Oh, they're thriving. I think that they are also thriving. You know, I think that they're freaked out. Do you think they're freaked out? Yeah. Or do you think they're living their best lives? Well, okay. Here's a couple theories that I have. Theory one, they're freaked out because they're like, where is everyone? This isn't good. What is happening? This is scary. Theory two... They're loving it because they're like, everyone's inside. This is great. We can do whatever we want. But then theory three, what's everybody doing out in the woods? Yeah, this is our place. Go to your restaurants and your bars and your clothing places. This is our place. Like, so it's it's scared, either thriving or mad. Okay. Now let's go to the thriving part. Okay. And then let's go on a little a little tributary from thriving experimental. Okay. What if they're, you know how humans love Labradoodles or hybrid designer dogs? Yeah. Do you think there's any sort of hybridizing with the cryptids? If they're like, well, there's less humans out. I guess uh, I'm I'm a Wendigo or I'm a skinwalker. I can walk down to where the Poplick monster is. And maybe, you know, see if there's any sparks flying. It is spring. It is spring. Mm. And maybe there's a little bit of, you know, cryptid experimenting going on. Well, if you were to have two cryptids make another cryptid. Yes. What two cryptids would you want? I would want, I'm only going to say, I'm going to say a night crawler because of their just gigantic long legs mm-hmm. and seemingly almost non-existent upper body. Yeah. I would want the legs of that, but I would want the torso of a frog of the Loveland Frogman. So you essentially just have mm. almost like a very like a six foot tall or like a five. Yeah. Five foot tall walking frog's head yeah. with legs. I think that would be very cool to see. 
That would be okay. It would be very it would be very disturbing to see that. Well, I, I mean think, any cryptid would be disturbing. I was to gonna see. say, I think you could make the argument that it would be disturbing to see any cryptid on Earth. Okay, so I was thinking dogmen and the Jersey Devil, but then I'm like, that's just kind of a wolf. That's kind of a weird wolf. So I'm thinking the dogmen. Yeah. So you have like a wolf type creature and Bigfoot, so then you have a lovable wolf type creature and you just have a huge like clifford the dog that would be good (laughs) not scary but adorable what about bigfoot mixed with the powers of a loch ness monster then you have a gigantic beautiful swimming bigfoot so you kind of have just a really furry whale you have a furry whale or like a furry mermaid yeah that like that breaches the water jumps up or, or whatever, a merfoot. Yeah. And then it's just uh, breaching the water, getting a bunch of sunshine. Maybe the fur is a little iridescent. It reflects the sun really nice. And it's just would be really the, nice. Who would be the dumpiest hybrid? The dumpiest hybrid? Yeah. Uh, I think the dumpiest. Okay, I'm probably going to go with the frogman again. Probably. <laughs> fro- just the frogman in general. <laughs> I think maybe a jackalope and a frogman. Just a tiny frog with horns and a, and a weird rabbit tail. Okay. That would probably be a pretty dumpy cryptid hybrid. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I can't like think of all my cryptids right now because the Wendigo is scary. Baba Yaga is a little scary. Chupacabra, always scary. Yeah. Okay. What about Mothman and someone? Because think about like Mothman is scary, but he isn't like he's going to get you scary. Yeah. I feel like the Mothman just does premonitions. Which everybody is like, the Mothman is back right now. <laughs> That's why all this craziness is happening. So you're you're thinking of the Mothman combined with Mothman something else? Mothman and Fro- Loveland Frogman would oh, be. Oh, so a Frothman? Frothman. Or a Mog or a Mog Frog? Yeah. When you said Frothman, I just imagined him like working at Starbucks, like frothing up the milk. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be a really good disguise for the Mothman to just finally, finally. Uh, become a barista at a local Starbucks. Yeah. That'd be fine, huh? You wear a green apron. I mean, it matches. Matches, yeah. You wear a hat. You have a name tag that says, not injured cold. It would say like Ingrid, just Ingrid warm or something on the on the name tag <laughs> or something like that. Because isn't that the Mothman's, allegedly the Mothman's name is Ingrid cold? I think that was the guy that like, yeah, it's some weird thing. Well, I think we're not smart enough. He was trying to trace him or something. Yeah, I forget all the theory. I forget too. Uh, Let's go. Another question on Instagram from Alden. Alden asks, what's the spookiest thing for each of you? Hmm. Uh, For me, I think it's open ocean. Yeah, that could be pretty creepy. Just open ocean and like you're in there and you're floating, especially if you're floating and you look down and you just see nothingness. That's pretty, yeah. That terrifies me. That's pretty creepy. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. Like I would think being lost in like a heavily like jungle area. Oh, sure. I think that would be because there's so many things that just want to eat you. I feel like there's a lot of greedy things in the jungle that are like finally a person. That I like can just eat. Go eat a bunch. Of, I don't know. There's fruit here. There's uh, bugs. Go eat the bugs. Yeah. Like being lost in the woods, I guess I would just have to be 
be there to experience and be like, I'm scared. I don't know. It just wouldn't scare me because I would be like, I would want to kick into survival mode and be like, okay, what can I do with this situation? But the jungle. Yeah, that's. That's scary. That's extremely scary because the jungle is so much more dense Mm -hmm. than our Appalachian forests. Uh, There's a lot of nasty bugs, a lot of nasty animals, a lot of thorns and poisonous stuff it just seems like a recipe for disaster but the thing though is like with your answer i think you would be able to survive in the jungle more than be in the middle of the ocean because if you're just like in a boat in the middle of the ocean i mean you're gonna die oh i mean just yeah but like you yeah you floating just no boat just your body oh just yeah that's even worse like you will eventually die yeah i I would i would uh whether it's something eats you hypothermia tiredness mm -hmm. drown yeah giant hawk (laughs) anything i'd be so excited to see a hawk though like that would mean that there's civilization somewhere like there's land somewhere and yeah but it, it would but that's it would kind take... of disheartening because then you're like i can't swim to it <laughs> you know what's really hard swimming <laughs> swimming is so hard yeah i think those are yeah i think that's scary yeah same okay another instagram question from jessica underscore mary or marie x 91 Am I too paranoid feeling like I'm being watched walking past my windows at night? No, you're not. It's scary to do that. Yeah. I actually just had a couple experiences here. Well, one was a while ago. I told Jordan about it. This also ties in with uh, a few other questions that we kind of got related to this from Katie Diddy on Instagram. When's the last time you felt like you were not alone? Mm -hmm. uh, Visited by ghosties. And then St. John Johanna said, would love to hear some more real life ghost stories. So this ties into that for sure. So we live in the middle of the woods, which seems really scary, but actually it's been the most comfortable place, I think. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm here a lot by myself when Jordan's teaching and stuff. Um, But so this was maybe a couple months ago. I think so. Um, Maybe a month or two after we moved in. Yeah. I was working upstairs and I, Jordan, every time he would come home, he'd walk through the door. Obviously Molly would be excited by the door. And he would always say, oh, hi, in the same tone, (laughs) like talking to Molly. Um, So I was upstairs working and it seemed a little early for him to be coming home. But I heard what I thought the door open and him say, oh, hi. And Molly was downstairs by the door. So I really thought Jordan was home. I kind of like finished up a little bit and went to go say hi to him downstairs. And I went down there and there was nothing. Like, Jordan was not home. Molly was just sitting there. Like, we were both kind of bamboozled by what just happened. You know what? I think bamboozled is a great word for it. (laughs) Flabbergasted, bamboozled. So that was a little odd. And then just, what, two days ago? Two days ago. Yeah, two days ago, I was sitting just taking in the outside noises, which we have a lot of birds and frogs and stuff. But um, And marmosets. I don't even know what a marmoset is. I don't know either. Why did you say it? I just thought like saying marmoset. Okay. I was sitting in a chair and my ears did the thing where they feel like you're underwater, like kind of clogged up for a minute. And I heard an uh uh-huh really fast in a woman's voice. 
which I thought was really weird. That is very strange. And I like I didn't know if it was something from outside that made the noise or if it was because my ears kind of did that clog thing. It just was a weird sound that I heard. But how often do your ears do the clog thing? Yeah, it was like when you're on an airplane or something and they clog and you have to pop them. All the pressure build up. Yeah. And I was just sitting downstairs. I wasn't on an airplane. Um, <laughs> you know, what's weird, too, is that they... I guess they being ghost people say that there are changes. What is it? The barometric pressure or just the natural pressure in your environment change when there are spirits around. Allegedly. I think that's true. I don't know. I've never heard anything like that. But um, again, Molly reacted and she was barking at the door and she like she had heard something, too. So and we don't have neighbors, so it's not like we heard a voice like around our house. We literally live on a hill in the woods. So it was very odd. I don't know. It was very interesting. One thing that could also maybe not validate it, but just add a little bit more fuel is that when we first got our spirit box, um, we turned it on in our house and we heard one name come through and it sounded like a female saying Linda. Yeah, and it didn't have, we didn't hear anything else. And we kind of laughed it off. We were like, oh, Linda's here because that's the name of Jordan's mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe we have a Linda living with us. Very we might. odd. We want to do an Estes method in the house, so maybe we'll release that as well. I think, so speaking of Estes method, I'm not sure when we're releasing it, but Lindsay and I did our first Estes method session in Appalachia, kind of by where we are now. And that was a new real life sort of ghosty experience where I feel like that's we actually got some good pertinent information and yeah. we're doing some direct communication. Yeah, you'll be able to listen to that uh, session that we did. Yeah, for sure. It was really cool. Well, hey, this has been fun. Thank you very much for your questions, everybody. I had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, it was really fun. I like talking to y'all. Yeah, it's nice. Un- well, I guess even more so unscripted uh, or just unplanned and just kind of rambling. But I do have some spooky stories for next week's episode. Yes, and so do I. And we have a couple voicemails. We have all sorts of fun stuff. So... Hey, before we go, head over to nativelanguageclothing.com or find them on Instagram, Native Language Co. And do some browsing. Check out their cozy lounge. What do you say? Colax and loungers. Colax and loungers. And use promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all one word, all lowercase at checkout for 30% off. We wanted to make sure that if and when we include a sponsor or two or partner with people, we wanted to make sure that it's an independent company, small company, and we can support one another. And that's exactly what Native Language is. And we're happy to support them. And we're thankful for their support as well. Absolutely. We would also like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, middle, and end of our show. You can either find Eli on the basketball court, because I felt like that's how I said his name, or on social media, at Eli Who Does Music. He's a sweet boy, he has flute arms, he has trumpet thighs, and he has a vibra-slap butt, but I'm going to change it to a bassoon butt. Oh. Yeah. We'd also like to thank everybody who is part of the Scavengers Network, along with ourselves. 
Uh, you can find our podcast and all the other great, wonderful podcasts on scavengersnetwork.com. There is also merchandise there. There is bonus content if you become a Patreon. Hey, maybe you have an extra dollar around a month that you're like, I don't want this dollar anymore. I would love to donate. You can go donate it there. Quite frankly, having this dollar makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> You can also go to SpookySpousesCast.com to check out our merchandise, our videos, our sound clips, you know, the things that you find on a website. Uh-huh. Even like HTML coding and JavaScript. And most importantly, especially right now, we want to thank each and every one of you for listening, for supporting, for hanging out with us, for laughing with us. And we hope each and every one of you are safe healthy, washing your hands, and being kind to strangers. Be nice to people. Or else. Or else. Well, until next week, I hope that you all have a week where maybe you're, for some reason, you're in Columbus, Ohio, and you happen to see someone who you think, huh, I bet you that's Crystal Chris. <laughs> uh, I hope you have... A stress-free movie, scary movie binging watching week. I think that's good. Sure. <laughs> play Springo. Play Springo. We still have to play Springo. I know. We need to play Springo We have now. to pick a, a scary movie that neither one of us has seen. Let's do Doctor Sleep. Okay. We'll do Doctor Sleep, which I'm surprised we have not seen it yet. Same. And we'll play Springo. Okay. And we just heard two knocks downstairs, which is also creepy, speaking of ghosts. Uh, and that's a real thing. So to answer your question again, a few of you, we just heard two very loud knocks downstairs in our house. So I'm going to go downstairs and uh, rub mayonnaise on everything because that, that gets rid of ghosts. So we will see each and every one of you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Beware.